Today, I lost it. And when I say I lost it, I mean it. Bones, the weight of lost summer. Stagnant. Pulling. Head. Running out of reasons to be. I feel awful. Everyone says it's normal. Everyone says it's normal. Everyone knows the last three years were testing. We came out swinging with business plans and manuscripts and partners and babies and still the same old mess underneath. Still the same old mess twisting and growing underneath. Still the same old details. Still watching each other from our living rooms. Still playing at aspirational. Compressed and out of shape these days. Was cramped, now two-dimensional. I do what I can to stay here. You do what you can to cope. I can wear nicer clothes, I guess. I can do up the house. You can find another country to be lost in. You can play at new love. I can take good photos in talked about places and edit the truth out of everything. We can let our bodies fall to ruin under the weight of the unsaid. That was Today I Lost It, (laughs) a poem, a poem inspired by last week and a poem also inspired by last week or maybe the week before is How to Miss Your Life. How to Miss Your Life, here we go. It doesn't take much to miss your life. The birds were singing but we didn't notice. The sun lined the clouds with amber magic. The mountain touched the sky as bloody usual. The light was perfect as it often is. The day was bordered with exceptional God work. All we did was walk underneath it, living amongst these quotidian miracles, one-upping each other and planning lunch. We should be grateful, you suddenly told me, taking stones from your shoe and looking around. We walked until we could walk no more, counting our steps and thinking of death. It's always likely. There's so much poison. There's so much world stuff taking us down. All the stress and disaster thinking, all the hair dye and carbon monoxide, all the anger and terrible letdowns, all the great time we spend on our phones. I'm very grateful, I said through the wind, feeling sweat on my neck and thinking of you. We are so close, so terribly alive, so held by each other, so misunderstood. There's so much to handle, too much to save. We try not to strangle the thing that we made. We meet love every day and it's thrilling and tough and it's work and it's long and we can't get enough. You live a heaven you're destined to leave. I climb the mountain ready to weep. How to miss your life even as it's happening. It's funny, I remember walking, it was kind of in the Irish 
countryside, well, not quite the countryside, we weren't that far out of Belfast, but walking up this black mountain. And I remember thinking, this is the moment. This is one of the moments of my dreams. But it could so easily just be forgotten about or or not paid attention to, just because of the way the human mind is set up. We're set up to problem solve, to think about the next thing we're going to do, to worry about the future or death or love or money. You know, we're just set up all of the time to be fearful and to anticipate the next thing or to react to the next thing. Of course we are. And that moment, it's funny how a moment sometimes can be locked away because you're not thinking about it at the time and then it becomes food for a poem maybe some days or weeks later when you're sitting down with the space to reflect and that's what happened with that one actually it was a day later yeah it was a day later I think and that was when the poem when the poem came a poem from last week so (laughs) now you know the origin of the poems hello this is Yersa. You're listening to The Utter yet again. It is Friday yet again. And I'm going to pretend that it, it doesn't totally freak me out. The, the way that these Fridays just come in and out and in and out. I am going to, I'm going to pretend that that isn't completely frightening sometimes. And instead I'm going to talk to you about what happened in my meditation today and what I was left with. But before I talk about that, before I talk about that, I think I'm going to make this post a free post for everyone. So I'm going to say that here, that the utter is 100% reader supported. So I am able to do this and spend the time on it and lie here, speaking into the utterverse, meandering, because of the people who make this possible. And I want to thank you if you are one of my paid subscribers. You all mean the world to me. And this space means the world to me. And if you are not yet a supporter but would like to be one, if you would like to join these esteemed individuals, it is $5 a month. And yeah, I'd love to have you. I'd love to have you. And going forward, actually, I don't think I'm going to put the call out here. But going forward, there are a few new ways to like to communicate with the readers here. I have a burning need for even more community discussions and even more connectivity and I have a few ideas of now I hate the word seminar really really hate it I don't know why maybe some there's some association somewhere from something that I didn't like but I'd like to have some let's call them live events readings Q&A's or a mixture of all maybe just discussions some utter talks I would like to 
to have some of those and I have some ideas for some of them but of course I want to know if I want to know if people are interested in that kind of thing so I might yeah what I might do is make some suggestions and people can say yay or nay and I will also put a box underneath this entry for things that you'd like me to cover that I haven't yet in fact maybe you can put them in feel free to put them in the ask the utter questions form and I'll put a link to that at the bottom or a little button in the bottom and then We'll talk some more about that because I'm really looking forward to, I guess as I grow and change or as we all grow and change, there's more that I'd like to do with the space and more ways that I want to, I don't know, be useful. <laughs> um, so yeah, please feel free if there are any, anything that you want me to speak into. Uh, please feel free to to write about that or to let me know. So, in my meditation today, this mantra kept coming back to me and it was, let go, eat more, let go, eat more. And I was like, let go, eat more? Okay. But I was like, no, 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 yes, it doesn't mean that. I mean, you wish it meant that, but it doesn't. It means, it means eat more, feast more, appreciate what's right in front of you feast more on your life you know feast more on the moments like walking up mountains you know in Ireland when you've got a morning off you know enjoy it more savor it more and just find a way into it if you find yourself running out of appreciation for what's right in front of you, if you find yourself taking things for granted. And I don't know where the message was coming from, but that message just kept resounding loud and clear. And I said, got you, say less. I'm going to do that. And so you know I always wish you something on a Friday. I am wishing you... I'm wishing you the same thing. I'm wishing you a new way into something old. I don't even want to say old. I want to say, I'm wishing you a new way into something that's ever present. Something that you see every day. But maybe approaching it from a new way. Maybe maybe you're like, oh, I wonder if this thing works in this new way. Or, oh, I never thought of it like that. That's the kind of thing I'm wishing you this Friday, this Saturday, this Sunday. God, hell, this month. That's what I'm wishing you. (sighs) So I've read the poems. I've told you about my meditation. I've thanked you for listening and being part of the utter. I've encouraged some of you to be part of the utter in a different way. And what else? So there were two questions. (laughs) There are two questions that I wanted to address today. And the answer to one of them is a little bit silly, but I like to say the first thing that comes into my head. So somebody asked me, what what small thing causes you anxiety? And I'm going to say this. 
Now this, I'm sorry, it, it's such a, it's such a small, pro- I'm not going to preface it by saying it's a small problem, actually. I'm just going to tell you what it is. So something, a little thing that causes me unrest is that somebody asked me a few weeks ago, how's your PO box doing? I sent you something and I'm looking forward to you getting it or words to that effect. And Okay, the statement did not give me any anxiety at all. I was excited. But my P.O. box is giving me anxiety. Because I set this P.O. box, I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I can receive things. I love receiving letters. I love, uh, I, I just love it, right? But because I'm away so often, the mailbox centre keeps sending me this, this weird message that's like oh your mailbox has expired now that you've kept it for over 30 days I don't know let me read it it's a very 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 small problem I know and I have a believe me the the I have a lot more problems but this is this is this causes discomfort so let me see here it is it's like important information regarding your mailbox we hope we have mail which will exceed okay dear yes sir important information regarding your mailbox we you have mail which will exceed 30 days storage and after that time we'll be charging you additional month storage for each item i know stop messaging me leave me alone that is what it's there for you were there to hold the mail until i get back from whatever country i've been in but i don't know why them telling me this is causing me discomfort it's like what is it related to? Is it money anxiety? Is it just like a thing to do? I don't know. I just wish they would quietly hold the mail. And then when I get back, I get back. But there's something about it. I don't know. Okay, so that was that was a, a trivial answer. But I, that's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And then the second part to that question was, what, what soothes your anxiety? Now, I'm not going to talk about the obvious things, the the long walks, the ashwagandhas, the rhodiolas, the singing gongs and body work. You know, you know, you guys know I'm into all that. I'm going to say the first thing that came to mind was was listening to people talk. And I don't know what it is. A lot of people love this. That's why podcasts are so popular. But when I'm feeling a little rattled and I just want to do something like go from A to B, but I'm just not feeling as centred as I want to be, you know, walking in the park or whatever. Or when I'm tidying up or washing dishes or something, I love to hear people talk. I just love to hear voice notes or listen to what my friends are doing. I love the long 20 minute voice notes. I really do from my friends and I love and they always apologize for them being so long and I love it and I also love listening to people who know a lot about a subject just talk about it it's kind of why I like I like sending and receiving voice notes it's probably why I do this so that is something that really soothes me just hearing the vibration of someone's voice and especially when I'm having you know one of those light sensitive sound sensitive days just I find it very grounding when I'm in transit. I'm about to travel again and 
just to hear the voice of someone I vaguely recognise, it's it's beautiful. I really, I really love that. Ah, I do. So, I am going to stop here because this voice note is getting long. But I shall not, I will not, I will not do the apologising thing. I'll just say it's a longish voice note. And I want to say finally, to close out, thank you so much for your responses to my last post, The Unmentionables, in which I asked this question that I've asked to my online community before, but wanted to hear from you. What parenting advice would you have bestowed upon the people or person who raised you? And I said, when approaching this question, I tried to reach a truthful embodied answer, but I also want to respond in my power. So that means rather than lamenting on what was or wasn't, I want to look deeper into myself, challenge the areas in which I was affected and use the tenderness that remains as a foundation for growth. So my answer for this was, I would tell my primary caregiver how loved she was, that her intuition and needs were valid and worthy of acknowledgement. I would encourage her to take the time to embark on a healing journey and assure her that the world would not stop, but rearrange itself around her. But things were very different then, of course. Today, the individual's personal journey is more commonly spoken of and applauded Attention to mental health, autonomy and boundary work is much more encouraged. Well, in some circles. What else would I say? I would thank her ahead of time for making me so interested in words and books and stories. So I want to thank you so much for your insights on that. That post was only a couple of days ago. So if you have anything to say on that, feel free to join that conversation And these days, as I get older, I think a lot about parenting, not necessarily how I was parented, but how I might parent uh, and how just in love in general. So that's romantic love, that's relationships with friends, it's relationships with my siblings, how I can find new ways to give of myself and new ways to receive. Your insights on what has been demonstrated to us and how we love each other in more tangible and meaningful ways were so enlightening and always are so enlightening. So thank you for taking part. As we know, the people who raised us were more than caregivers you know they were products of what they have seen what they have known and what they have believed and what they've been shown thank you for coming together um, to talk about that and I want to leave you with something today and that is everything that you feel everything that you know and everything that you believe can can be challenged 
should be challenged and looked into. Check that you still feel the same way you're saying you feel. You still love and believe the things that you have loved and believed. And if not, don't be alarmed. Soil turns over all the time and we are all growing and we are all evolving. Yeah. Find a new way into what is old or find new ways into what is ever present. (laughs) That's all for me. More soon.